Human design is an amalgamation of several facets of spirituality. The I Ching, astrology, chakras, Kabbalah, all combine beautifully into one system. Mary Rose and Mary Letitia have been exploring their own designs for the last year. This podcast is an extension of that exploration. Come learn, laugh, and grow with us as we become Guided by Design. Hello, it seems disingenuous to say good morning, so I'll just say hello. I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, it's not morning. Usually we start with a good morning, Mary. (laughs) Good day, Mary. How are you? I am good. I've got a beautiful view out my back window and the lighting is just perfect, but it's cold outside in my opinion. Uh, I am cozy. I, yeah, I'm cozied up. I'm not going, I've gone a couple, I will, I have gone one place today, just in the car the whole time. Um, but I could just call this one of my cozy days where I just don't do anything. Nice. It's lovely. I had to go to the dentist, which is always an awful experience. It gives me high anxiety. I can feel my blood pressure raise and it's awful even when it's perfectly fine. Like I don't have any cavities, everything's fine, except for I need to get under this bridge a little better, blah, blah, blah. But God, I hate the dentist. <laughs> See, and I love it because they always tell me what a great job I'm doing on all. So it's very, it's very validating to me to go to the yeah, dentist. Of course. I, I know exactly. I feel very recognized at the dentist for all of the, the hard work I put into my oral hygiene. And invited um, to continue doing it. Yes, invited to continue doing it. Exactly. That's really um, funny. It's so funny because I, uh, in one of the the groups that I'm a part of the other day, one of the women was talking about how she wanted to become, she really wanted to get better about flossing. You know, we're always talking about different habits that we need to start and create. And she talked about flossing. And I said, you know, one of the things that really got me to be a better flosser was when we worked at EBMS, which Mary and I, Mary Letitia, who is my guest (laughs) or my host, my co-host today. Um, I'm Mary Rose, by the way. I thought maybe I should throw an introduction in there. Um, That I told her that looking up the benefit, you know, looking up periodontics really helped me figure out what, why I should be flossing. And um, so it's, it's funny because the reason why I bring this up is she said that now when she thinks about flossing or maybe questions whether she should floss for the day she she hears my voice in her head momming her about it (laughs) that's hilarious because yeah I had to teach what it was what perio treatment was and that grossed me out enough to just be like yes I floss every day I do sometimes I I can't put a toothbrush in my mouth for part of the day but I'll go in and floss my teeth and rinse with Listerine and then come back and brush later when I'm not so gaggy. But it's so I, true. I floss. I, I am a flosser. It really yeah. drives me nuts. And today it bugged me because she did. She flossed me before she polished me. <gasps> and so I felt very violated by the fact that you had just flossed me. And now I've got all this grimy shit in between my teeth. I have to go home and floss again. Feels very unfair when I'm paying. It is an order of operations there, ma'am. Like, I think that you should should have a gentle 
talking to the hygienist. Are you kidding me? Like I've never had such, are you kidding me? But anyway, my teeth feel all pearly. I have to say the last time I went to the dentist, which was in the spring, I go in the fall and the spring and the doctor, cause I just, I see the same hygienist, but I just see whatever doctor can see me at the moment to just give me mm-hmm. my exam. And the doctor that was there, he was like, huh, been hitting that front tooth more than once. Haven't you? Like hitting it. No, like you've been hit in that front tooth more. Oh, oh, I get it. Okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, is the crack further? Because I got a crack down this front tooth. Uh huh. It's 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 why white tooth's just a different, slightly different color because coffee seeps into that crack. But right. yeah, I'm sure it's from being hit in the face more than once in my twenties. Um, <laughs> so it was just I was I was like mortified when he said this to me. I was like, did you just violate me and bring me back to a time where? Sure. <laughs> yes, I think that's an an awfully personal question. I, I think so. It and it wasn't a question. It was more of a statement. Like I know what causes that from that kind of like a judgment judgmental felt, statement. That's the way I felt. I felt very judged for someone who, you know. Yes, got hit in the face in my. Who was paying him an exorbitant sum just to go in and get mm-hmm. damn teeth cleaned? Like, let's just refrain from judging people when you're asking them to come back to your office for another cleaning in six months. I'm yeah, actually yeah. only doing a cleaning um, once this year because our dental benefits are shit, and yeah. because I am so yeah, you know, you would think this was my assumption. You would. It's better than nothing, I have to say, but you would think that all dental plans would be 100% for um, preventative. preventative. Yeah, Yeah. no, ours is not. It's a load of shit. So I was like, you know, I'm really pretty anal about my kids brushing and flossing. My daughter has ortho, you know, she's got um, braces right now. So I'm like, you know, I think we're just going to go with just appointments right now, you know, once a year. And we'll see how it goes. If I go back and they're like, oh, wow, your son's got cavities, then I'll know that maybe I went too long. But yeah. just like with, um, we were talking about human design and experiment before we jumped on to record, like, you know, this will be a good experiment. And probably I wouldn't say not too costly. My kids have had zero cavities. My son's 12. My daughter's almost 15. Zero Never. cavities. Never. Then, then you're doing a good job. I and think good because I have to say all of my kids had a cavity by that age, every single one of them. This and is why I like to go to the dentist is so they say, oh, that's great. Good job. <laughs> I want them to give me accolades. Yeah. Especially about your kids. Cause I, yeah. I, I got really one time, my children also have bad teeth. So I'm just going to put that out there. Like Trevor's first set of teeth that came through didn't have any enamel on them. So they almost immediately started rotting out of his head the second they came through. And the first dentist or the first dentist I seen was like, oh, this is classic bottle rot, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it's not. He's never had anything but a boob. Like, this is not, this is not normal. Yeah. And then the pediatric dentist I went to was like, oh, no, this kid doesn't have any enamel on his, on his teeth. Like, no outside coating. So, of course, his teeth are going to rot out. Milk is sweet. Yeah. (laughs) straight out of your, you know, body. And it's, it's very, very sweet. Um, so he's like, yeah, 
So, so anyway, my kids have bad genetics, but one time I went to the dentist, I took Emily to the dentist and it had been like a year and she had like nine cats. Oh no. So yeah, she has terrible teeth just like her dad. So she has to go to the dentist every six months and make sure that she's taking extra good care of her teeth because she's already had to have a, a tooth pulled because it was so not savable. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. Bummer deal. Well, this is not going to become a dentist podcast, although it's great that we know so much more about each other's mouths now. <laughs> um so, yeah, this is uh, going to be kind of a bit of a shoot the shit episode. We came into this with no set clear topic today. Uh, we just wanted to make sure that we got something in the can. And sometimes some of our, our best observations and our, our best work comes from not really having a specific plan. What have you been listening to? I think that that'll be a good place to start because I got caught up on a couple episodes of podcasts yesterday. So I want to talk about those. Yeah. So I, um, I've been listening to everything. Um, today I've been listening to the stuff they don't want you to know. I've been kind of binging it. I love these guys, but, um, yesterday I listened to, I binged, I saw a pod, um, which was fabulous because I got to listen to their one year, and then their um, actual podcast from this week. So that was fabulous. And it was a tribute to their grandpas, which I loved. Yes, I texted Mary while I listened because she, well, I think you listened to it the day before yesterday because you were like, have you listened to it yet yesterday oh, yeah, morning? The day it came out, I and I was like, no. And I said I was going to get caught up because I had time to do it. And you were like, okay, well, then I don't want to say because I don't want to spoil it. And I was like, okay. And then as soon as I heard the part that she um, was not wanting to spoil, I knew exactly what it was because <laughs> um, I had to make my, I made my daughter, is this child abuse that I made my 15 year old or almost 15 year old listen to it in the car last night? Cause I uh, was just, I was already giggling to myself when she got in the car after, uh, or when we were on our way to go down to um, her honor orchestra. But at one point, uh, one of the girls is talking about Gregory Peck and the other one kind of asks, like, what, you know, like, would you basically, would you fuck Gregory Peck? And she said, I would destroy his dick. dick. And I started laughing so hard because I think I basically said the exact same thing to Mary um, about, and the, yeah, this will, this will illustrate what a dirty old lady I am about Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God. So I had to look him up immediately when you text me yesterday. So I'm looking up Timothy and I was like, Oh my God, Mary, you really are a dirty old lady. I know. I told you. I wasn't, I was I just, not I, around. I, I, I haven't really been attracted to boys since I was a young girl. So. <laughs> like men with, you know, facial hair, I guess. I, uh, yeah, I have always been um, slightly, I mean, the, the term boy crazy, I think really applies. Because, yeah. you. No, it's perfectly a, a descriptor. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, yeah, I just I, you, I would, you would you would kill that. You would destroy I that. Would, I would I would destroy. I just I laughed so hard because I <laughs> was 
chuckling so hard about it. And Elora, even I was, I was cackling in the car because then I, I read her the text message exchange between you and I about Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Despite the fact that I've been married for almost twenty years, I think it's hilarious because, like, it's. I, this is not anything that I, I, there's no shame in my boy crazy. Game. I think that if it was, if I was ashamed of it, that would probably indicate that there was something naughty. Like, I don't feel it's like shameful to have a crush on a young boy, like Timothy, like Timothy Chalamet's age, um, unless I was actually pursuing young boys. Yes. yes. That is where the line would be crossed. I agree. But yeah. that's maybe why, like, I do know people of our age that have definitely crossed lines. And I'm like, yeah. And I've always been like very turned off by like the Mary Kay Letourneau. Like, I didn't think there was a lot of, of beautiful love story in that whole thing where, you know, I, I didn't see, I didn't glamorize someone like Mary Kay Letourneau having an affair with a, with a middle school student or anything like that. So definitely like age of consent is important but I do I just it's kind of like an artistic appreciation for the beauty of mm-hmm. young men yes I yes. <laughs> I get it I do I just I'm still like a Matthew McConaughey fan and he's like in his 50s but he's still beautiful oh I, I see and I like um if if I was looking at men that I watch their movies and I'm like little bit below the belt intrigued like Tom Hardy I think is really good looking um James McAvoy I've always had like a little thing for James McAvoy do you know who that is okay oddly enough did you ever see the um the lion the witch in the wardrobe yes okay he was the one that played the like the little half half goat or you know the satyr like character that wore the scarf like the one yeah so when I think about that as being the role that I would use as an example of who that is, he was on a lot of other stuff that he's really hot. Oh, he was the the split, the movie split where um, it kind of turned into. Was that, oh, yes. And he was a yeah. multiple personalities in that. Yeah. Yes. So that that's who I have had a long a long term crush on for a very long time. Um so yeah, I, I find some adult men attractive also, but they're all the same type of step. I guess I kind of assumed like just because of your husband that you had a very specific body type because he's a giant Viking. Um, but the the men that you have described to me and that I've just looked up are not that stature. Yes, so. I have. I I like to think that I have as eclectic a taste in men as I have in music or houses. <laughs> yeah, or houses. I don't have just one specific aesthetic okay. that I find. Yeah, I just yeah, I like like I I wouldn't I would rock a mid century modern. I'd love a Victorian. I like the cod, you know, Cape Cod style. Just the same way that you just said houses. I can find something to appreciate in all of those things. The same way I can find things to appreciate in all different kinds of men. Okay. Um, so the other thing about I saw a pod that they had talked about. Oh, in the one hundred. 100th episode or the one year it wasn't 100 mm-hmm. episodes it was one year um she they were uh talking about when she was she she quoted so i married an axe murderer and i like died for a second because i love that movie so much so it was like when she goes the queen or the the, the queen the get the gettys the rothschilds oh i w- i was like 
<laughs> I was so like clapping my little hands and like stomping my little feet in excitement that she was making a reference to one of my favorite, <laughs> my favorite cult classic films. You know, I think I've only seen that movie once. I, it's one of those that I should go back and rewatch. Well, it's, I think it's on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken, but I have watched that movie so many times. Um, it was a family favorite. My siblings and I would watch it all the time. Like, we'd have a VHS tape that we would just watch, like, maybe, I just, I think about how frequently we would watch things, and we really were, like, obsessive about some different, and I'll, I'll say films to sound fancy, but, like, I could name maybe a handful of movies that we watched on a, on a weekly, if not monthly basis. So I married an ax murderer was one of them. Strictly ballroom was another. Uh, we love strictly ballroom and then um, newsies. Oh my God. My sister and I went through what can only be descri- des- described as a rabid newsies. <laughs> who didn't, if you were our age, who didn't go through a newsies? See, I didn't spend much time watching TV. I just didn't. So my children were that way. Like they'd want, they watch the same movies over and over and over again. And um, but I just, we didn't even have a VCR at my dad's house. So it was like local TV. So it was like murder. She wrote, I watched every episode quantum leap. Oh yeah. Like anything that my grandma was watching off of regular TV, I freaking watched. What was her, what was her, um, soap opera of choice? Do you remember? Days of our lives. Days of our lives. Um, so it sounds like, yeah, that was my mom. It was, you know, how it was a different station. So like days of our lives was on NBC. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And remember passions yes oh my god passions was incredible and uh my mom was young and the restless and as the world oh, turned and and the young and the restless my grandma was and those are like a couple of them yeah or do however they go in order sometimes yeah, you know exactly it would really be remember. Ice is right then young and the restless yeah then as the world turns or maybe vice versa i can't remember and then bold and Be- i remember bold and beautiful was on after all of them because I didn't want to watch Bold and Beautiful. Nobody cared. Who yeah. fucking Bold and Beautiful? See, and I tried to get into soap operas once. Um, because during the daytime hours at my grandma's house, like, you had to be outside. The kids were not allowed to stay inside. Unless you're doing something productive or something that she needed done. Or, yeah, there wasn't much option for staying inside during the daylight hours. But in the evenings, I watched all of my programs with her. All the programs. <laughs> So I did just this morning, for the record, sign up for a Peacock account because I had kind of been wondering, you know, I, my mom had loaned me and I need to return them a bunch of uh, Law and Order Criminal Intent DVD box sets. And, you know, I'm a freak for Law and Order Criminal Intent. It's my favorite. It's my favorite of the Law and Order franchises. Um, And... I was like, but I have, she doesn't have the fourth season. And I'm like, you know, I keep rewatching all of these seasons over and over again. And I'm like, I wonder if there's any way for me to watch the fourth. Well, guess what? Buckle up, Buttercup. If you get Peacock, you can watch all for free. All on order criminal intent specifically. They don't care. They don't, there wasn't, they only had so many, uh, you know, so many seasons so they don't have it under premium. They don't have it with commercials. It's just free if you have a Peacock account. Nice. So I'm 
Uh, admittedly balls deep in season four now. Four, of course, because you haven't seen season four. But they also have all of Murder, She Wrote. So if you ever want to go back and watch all of Murder, She Wrote for nostalgia purposes, but let me just be clear. Some of those things that we like about the nostalgia... I've tried. I do know. Fletcher's a dumb bitch, if you ask me. She's a real meddlesome dumb bitch. My grandmother is where I get my true crime, though, obsession is definitely from my grandma. She had a ton of smut books, what I called smut books, you know, the Danielle Steele's type Mm -hmm. books. But she had just as many crime stories, like just as many novels about detectives. So she was always a nonfiction reader, but... Um, God, she'd devour books. She, yeah, like you, just devour books. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I think that really Jessica Fletcher is why a lot of people, you know, if we looked back at those those stirrings of the of the murderino, you know, it, it, hey, in case you don't know what a murderino is, I'll just explain. Um, if you've ever listened to the podcast, my favorite murder, that was really kind of one of the. I don't know, pioneering true crime podcasts, especially in the realm of comedy, like like making it where it's not like, it's not, they don't joke about the, the murders. It's kind of like, it's, you know, being able to find that with, within some of the most horrific situations, if we can laugh together, we can sometimes get through some of those horrible situations um, a little bit more easily. But um Yeah, I think that there's like a whole like things like Murder, She Wrote really were what kind of inoculated so many of women of our generation to become fans of true crime. Like we 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 got to give Jessica Fletcher her due, even if I do admit and I will say it again. She's a meddlesome. She's a meddlesome old woman. But, you know, she did get some shit done and she did get people thinking about crime in in kind of like a way that it wasn't i don't know it was it was palatable like you could look at a murder be like oh it's something that it's it's on tv like we're we're watching it i guess that was also the same with stuff like perry mason and columbo Mm -hmm. and things like that but all of those were men we didn't have any women that were like hey i'm a crime solving um detective woman that that you know looks at murders especially like woman of an older age mm-hmm. you know she kind of showed us like hey you can be a meddlesome old bitch and and find and get some shit done get some shit done and talk about well she she wasn't from cape cod she was from she was from a place that was called cape something i'm trying to remember what it was um i don't remember i think it was a fictional place let me see where was jessica fletcher from i'm gonna google it where was jessica fletcher from according to wikipedia background jessica's ancestors oh sh- <laughs> i don't know why it's reading this to me <laughs> i love it i love it so much and I love how there's a whole Wikipedia page that's just all the backstory of where, where <laughs> she, Cabot, Cabot Cove. That's what Cabot it was called. Cove. Cabot Cove. A cove instead of I a cape. I knew it was something, not a Yeah, not a cape. It was a cove. Um, I've also been catching up on the last couple episodes of Poog. Oh, 
I didn't get through this week's, but I got through last week's. <laughs> if if nothing else, I feel like that's where th- these episodes where we don't have anything to talk about feel like they could be the most, um, and I don't want to say emulating Poog, but Poog S <laughs> in your nature is I get such a fucking chuckle out of some of the shit those girls say. I really do. They make me laugh quite a bit. And it's right when I'm about to nod off too. It's like right when I'm like, what are they talking about? And then, oh my God, like one of them will say something that I'm like, oh my fucking God. Yeah, yeah. they do have some great lines, just some (laughs) incredible moments um, that I really, I do enjoy. Um, What else? Oh, and I did, I love that I was, I told you yesterday that I was going to listen to that Leguizamarama episode mm-hmm. just like a podcast roundup we're just turning this into podcast it's okay <laughs> it's okay totally fine um but it was an episode about the music video borderline by madonna and it was an hour and 30 minutes long and i told you i watched the video i couldn't tell which one was john leguizamo they couldn't tell which one was john leguizamo um but He's somewhere in the credits of that video like how do they He was in there, like, I guess this is one of his first roles that's attributed right before he did Miami Vice, which was in the, in the, in the eighties, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I think I personally, that you sent me. Yes. That's what I (laughs) I was like. I don't see John Leguizamo anywhere. I think he's the one that is wearing the red Adidas track suit, but I just can't be sure. They're saying it's a different (laughs) scene entirely. Who the hell knows? I don't Nobody even know. Um, but it, yeah, that one was pretty ridiculous. But they did manage to stretch um, the episode out to almost an hour and a half while they still had no real John Leguizamo sighting in the actual um, whatever it is that they were watching for it. But I've been listening to a, a lot of comedy. I haven't wanted to work on myself at all. Ugh, I have no interest in listening to anything that's going to develop me from a person, personal step, like no personal development. No, thank you. Every time I see anything that's personal development related, I'm like, Nope, where's a movie podcast. We listen <laughs> to some Australians talk about a movie. Um, that's been what I've been listening to lately. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Timothy Chalamet, I think I'm going to go see the new Wes Anderson movie on Sunday at the art house. Nice. Yes, he's in it along with, of course, all the heavy hitters from every other Wes Anderson movie. Luke Luke Wilson, wow, he's in it. Um, Frances McDormand is in it too, and I really love her. I don't know if this one. I love and actually, that's like when I said I was going to go see that movie, and I said it's got all of the regular people that are in all of his movies, and he goes, "Who's that one lady from The Witches?" Like the new witches or the old witches? And he goes, <laughs> old one. And he goes, I go, Angelica Houston. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, I love Angelica Houston so much. How can you not? It's so funny that that's the one he thinks of instead of Morticia Adams. <laughs> the the old witches. <laughs> yeah, there really isn't. I, I consider there only, I should only think of them as being, there's only one witches to be yeah. completely honest. The new witches is just, mm. yeah. Sorry, Anne Hathaway. No, thank you. No, thank you. 
So um, we've both been on vacation since we've potted last. Oh yeah, I forgot that we did. We had our vacation. So tell me about you go first. Uh, how was your California vacation? California vacation was an experience. <laughs> in patience and my uh yeah design and my response so it was, it was great i'm glad it's over not planning another vacation with a bunch of people um that's kind of my my thoughts about that i am planning however two more vacations um very quickly here i'm gonna go to vegas here in a few weeks with my kiddos and I'm also going to go to California in February. So I'm excited about that. Excellent. Excellent. Mine was um, a great, you know, I will say like we each, we had, we went into our, our California vacation experiences with completely different scenarios. So Mary was traveling with a whole bunch of people and doing a whole bunch of shit. And I was traveling all by myself and doing very little of anything, which was, ugh. Yeah, so my preferred way to vacation. A vacation. <laughs> uh, it was a real actual <laughs> vacation. Um, so I went to San Jose and I visited my friend Rachel. And we, so the one thing that we did do while I was down there was we went to the Winchester mansion. And, um, but we went for like a haunted tour and admittedly, like, this is not anything. This is not like a judgment against Rachel. We did something that I, I'm, gr I'm really glad that we had this experience. The only qualm I had was that I could not really see the house because this was like a haunted tour. So I could, it was all dark. Like we walked through the whole house, like upstairs, downstairs. We, we were in the room that Sarah Winchester died in. Um, you know, we were in all these different places and I just, it was dark. So I couldn't see being such a slut for houses and not being able to see this house really felt like I had been um, brought to the point of climax, but not allowed to climax, you know, like that was like from a, from a right there, an architectural perspective. It was like, I was just about to sneeze and then I wasn't allowed to sneeze. <laughs> and it was, yeah. So, but it, it's just a great reason that I think I'll have, my daughter wants to go. She's like, she can't believe I went without her. And so I think that's maybe going to be a good excuse to, um, finally used my companion fare that I have through Alaska Airlines and maybe book a trip for her and I to go down there um, and go check out the house. So, but we had a really nice time. Rachel took me, she did take my um, Ikea cherry, if you will. I'd never been to an Ikea before. So she took me to my first Ikea and that was a wonderful experience. I knew it would be. I knew that once I got myself into an Ikea, I would really love it. So and I how long did you guys spend in Ikea? Um, you know, I, I think that it's a lot shorter than probably people that are there with the intention of needing to find something to buy. Um, I think we were there for probably at least an hour. Because, and also they have a cafeteria. So once you're all done browsing or, you know, going through and looking at all the different stuff, like you can eat lunch there. So we had our lunch there. I had the Swedish meatballs because I really just like, I just want you to have the full experience. If you don't have the meatballs, then have you really visited an Ikea? An Ikea. 
And I really like it. So the thing that, of course, because I do, for if you ever went to my house, if anyone just out of curiosity, I'll tell you, for someone who loves interior design and stuff as much as I love to look at it, I have none of it in my house. Like I've never been one. And there's probably some scarcity tied up there and just like the expense of having to buy a bunch of shit to put in your house that I've never really found I've needed. So it's like, if I don't need it, I don't buy it. I'm, I am a functional person, even if I can appreciate um, that, you know, like I love looking at art. I just, I also, I don't really buy it or put it up in my house. It's just, that's kind of the, I'm a, a bundle of contradictions. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> but I really did think it was very cool that they have all these rooms that you can go in, like these little areas that are all, decorated that you can see like okay this is how things look put together this is how it could look in your in your space um and i just i loved that i loved that you could walk through like a bedroom that had all of the ikea furniture and the and the bookshelf and the desk and kitchens and living rooms and all of that stuff like it was very appealing to me to to be in that space and be able to walk through those spaces kind of like going through doll houses you yeah. know like having the ability to walk through doll houses which shit that's like a dream of me that's like my dream is to just walk through doll <laughs> well, houses I think that's why we like uh antique stores that are like in old buildings and stuff like I love the one that's like in the apartment upstairs and I love mm -hmm. that so it's the same same thing yeah um, well yeah. I did I did get to experience California um Universal Studios and California Adventure and Disneyland. And I had a great time. I really did. There was a lot of good experiences there. And um, it made me go get really excited to be able to take my grandbaby in a few years, you know, down to maybe Florida when I get flight benefits um, and can take her through, you know, and have a good time with her. Because with a little kid, it would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, Without, I agree. With, but yeah, just with, with adults, fuck that. Who cares? Like adults are terrible. Like yeah. kids are bad in their own way, but adults are even worse at times. Yeah. So, so anyway, it was, it was great. I'm like, everything's an adventure. You always learn from, you know, everything's an experiment as Mary likes to say. So yeah. Good. I got to rest a lot like that was kind of and it's so funny because even as a projector though I find that depending on the person I'm around um, and being an energy projector is really fascinating um, to kind of experience because like my friend Rachel was like I'd be up and I would be fucking I'd have three cups of coffee before she'd even be awake yet and I would be like when are we going to eat I I need I would like to eat and she's she's a little bit more of a of a like she doesn't have the same maybe appetite that I do which isn't like bad and she, she was like really careful too she's like I don't want you to feel like I'm shaming you for how much you eat um <laughs> good I don't feel any shame about how much I eat and I'm very food motivated so I was always we'd be having breakfast and I'd be like okay so when are we gonna have lunch <laughs> and so the next meal no I am I'm kind of that way too especially when I'm traveling like I want to know what the plan is for the break time and for the meal time 
And I have to know, I really do too. I'm, I feel that way. I feel you on that level. <laughs> yes. And so that was, and we did, but we did eat really good food. Um, she took me to some really great little places in um, San Jose in that area. So it was really kind of cool to get, you know, I just, and it was rainy while I was down there. She's like, the one time you come is like the one time we have rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, had- <laughs> Our it- first full day at Disneyland was rainy. Yeah. Like- and that I spent the afternoon in the room and it was real fabulous. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of exactly. And so, but I mean, that's kind of the thing is I'm like, you know, as opposed to anybody else who might be like put out by coming to California and have it be rainy. I'm like, let's go. She wanted to go for a walk. We went for like an hour long walk and it was like maybe 45 degrees out and it was rainy the whole time. But I'm like, you know, I'm just this kind of crazy bitch who loves to go do stuff like this. Like, I don't mind walking in the rain. Um, she loaned me a pair of rain boots, which was fabulous because um, my Converse probably would have, well, they absolutely would have been soaked. My coat yeah. was soaked. Everything was soaked. But she took right. me to the ocean, got to go see like the Pacific for a little bit, like near Santa Cruz. And yeah, it was just a really lovely time. So thank you, Rachel, if you're listening. Thank you so much for being a wonderful hostess. I really enjoyed getting to go stay in her place and um, yeah, meet her cat. And we watched some different, we watched some TV. I made her watch a riff tracks, which is like basically the same thing as um, mystery science theater 3000, but it's the same guys, but they do different movies. And I turned on cool as ice with vanilla ice from like (laughs) nine. And then I proceeded to fall asleep and she's like, you just turned on something that I have no, I had no idea what it was and you just fell asleep. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Sounds about right. That's funny. All right. All right. Well, it's been great. Yeah. We we just got to ease ourselves back into this and then we'll come back. I think that we talked about maybe starting, um, we could start our, um, channels series, if we wanted to, that's something we wanted to research. That's perfect. Our different channels. And so that'll be something we look forward to. Time. Gosh. Oh, Mary's muting yeah. herself. Your that's dog. my cue. <laughs> All right. Love you. Right. We'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Michaela's here.